0: Hey, my name is Matt Poole, and this is Unapologetically Catholic, the podcast where we dive into the different doctrines, dogmas, and beliefs of the Catholic faith to help explain why I personally am unapologetically Catholic and why I think that you should be too. Um, In this week's episode, we are going to talk about Idols. We're gonna, I don't know why I said it like that. We're gonna talk about idols. Um, does the Catholic Church worship idols? Do we have idols? Are all graven images idols? Um, this is something that I was told growing up that Catholics do have idols and that we did worship idols um, because of the statues and the necklaces and like the pendants and pictures and all this other stuff of of Mary and the saints and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and as a bird and all just all this other th- stuff. Um so it's something that I actually fully agreed to um growing up and then the more I studied Catholicism the more I understood. Yeah, that's not that's not what's going on here. Um and it's actually really great. So anyways, um also as a side note, I am recording this from a hotel room. I'm on a work trip this week, so if you hear the busy, bustling interstate right outside my window, um, I apologize. I need to do a better job at picking better hotel rooms. Um, so you may hear sirens and all kinds of honking and all kinds of fun stuff. But anyways, uh, let's dig into it. Okay, so I um, This is, like I said, something growing up that I was always taught, like, Catholics have, they have statues, they have pictures, they have, like, things that they, like, necklaces with saints and angels and Mary and all these other, like, I guess, heavenly type of people that um, Catholics have everywhere, and they worship them. Like, they kneel before them, they kiss them, um, they do all kinds of different things to these graven images. So, um, you know, I was always taught and I agreed that like, it's very clear that you're breaking one of the 10 commandments to not have graven images. And, um, I mean, it clearly says you don't have any graven images of things above the earth or below on the earth or in the water. Um, and Catholics have lots of those, but anyways, that's not at all what we do. Um, we don't worship them. Um, we don't fall into like we don't uh go against the second commandment I guess would be the way to say that anyways um so the way I want to kind of talk about this is I'll explain like why it's not idolatry for us to have the pictures and the statues and all that stuff first um and then we'll kind of talk about why we do have them and like why they're actually a very good thing to have around. Um, So just kind of start off a little bit. I know, well, I know too that when I was growing up, like I said, we were told, well, especially like crucifixes were very, very, very bad to have. Like at, there would be people who if you had a necklace with a crucifix, people would get very upset, at least in the church that I grew up in, because they would say, like, obviously Jesus is not there anymore. He's in heaven. So why do you have a thing that still has him where he was and not where he is now? Um, but that was one aspect. Another aspect was like, um, I was always told that images and idols and things like that and like statues were wrong but we would do i can remember i can remember every easter and christmas fairly regularly we would do skits and stuff that would have like depictions of jesus right so like in easter we would do this there would be a skit that we did at least a couple of times where someone would dress up as Jesus and they would carry a cross down to the front of the church and then they'd get up on the stage and they would act like Jesus was being crucified and there was like Mary there and um, like all the just d- the angels that were guarding the, the tomb, um, they were portrayed by someone. So that was always okay. But like you couldn't have a a picture or like or or a crucifix because that was not okay um also like in christmas i don't know that we ever had nativity scenes in the church i don't i'm trying to remember back and i don't think we did maybe we did but i know for sure there would be again there would be like plays and skits and stuff where people would ju- dress up as like mary joseph the wise men um all all the people from the scene of the nativity of jesus and they would tell the story um and that was okay too but like if you had a picture of jesus in your home that was like that was wrong that was a graven image it was an idol and it was like man you really got to get rid of that so um like i've said in episodes in the past we (laughs) we as catholics uh do agree with everything that the Bible says. uh, And we do also know the Bible very, very well. Um, And so we know that the Bible, actually let's pull it up here. So it's Exodus 20 and I will read um, verses one through six. Okay. So it says verse one, then God spoke all these words. I am the Lord, your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall not have other gods besides me, You shall not make for yourself an idol or likeness of anything in the heavens above or on the earth below or in the waters beneath the earth. You shall not bow down before them or serve them for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God inflicting punishment for their ancestors, wickedness on the children of those who hate me down to the third and fourth generation, but showing love down to the thousandth generation of those who love me and keep my commandments. So, the one that, the verse that I would always be told as or given as like evidence and proof of um, like Catholics being ha- having idols because of the statues and the pictures and things was verse 4 where it says you shall not make for yourself an idol or likeness of anything in the heavens above or on the earth below or in the waters beneath the earth. So now we in thank goodness, I guess, kind of, <laughs> thank goodness, we never really took this to its logical conclusion um, growing up, so like, we were, like, because the logical conclusion would be, okay, you can't have pictures of your family, right? Because they are something on the earth, or if they've passed away, they're something that's, I mean, if they're in heaven, they're something that's above the earth. Um, but anyways, you, you know, you you, you wouldn't If you followed it logically to its end, you wouldn't have any pictures of family um, anywhere for any reason. You wouldn't have pictures of, like, a place that you visited. Like, you couldn't have pictures of trees or land or, like, if you went to, I don't know, the Grand Canyon or, like, Niagara Falls or something like that. And you took pictures. If you had those pictures in your home, those would be also graven images of something that was a likeness on the earth Um, or animals like if you have a pet that you love or if you I don't know I know people who like really love certain animals some people really love cheetahs like you well you can't have like cheetah print clothing because if you do is that not having something that's it, it isn't that something that's a graven image that you made that someone else made that you paid money for um, that's in the likeness of something on the earth. Well, it is. Um, And just like we would not say that those things are wrong, well, most people, I think maybe in some, I don't know if all, but some of the like Mennonite Amish kind of circles, I don't think they're, they follow it to its logical conclusion, right? So they don't have pictures of anything. They don't have like little statues of little teddy bears or anything like that um for this very reason but i think most people would understand look at this and say okay well there's got to be something deeper going on here right like when like god is not telling the people don't have pictures of things right because that that's not what he's saying there's something deeper here and what's the deeper thing um, I think it's lays it out in verse 5. You shall not bow down before them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. Uh, that was the first half of verse 5. But anyways, so what's like what makes it idol worship, and when does it become wrong? Well, when you make something as a graven image to look at that thing and say, this thing is God, or this is what God looks like, or when you say, like, this is what God is. This statue of this, I don't know, animal thing, hybrid thing is God. And then you start to worship that thing. That is, that's when it becomes idolatry. And that's when it breaks the commandment of one of the 10 commandments. Um, so, you know, why am I saying that? Well, let's look at Exodus 25. Um, where you have the story of the Ark of the Covenant being built, right? So in the sto- in that story, we all know, well, I think most people know what the Ark of the Covenant looks like, right? So it's really pretty, really ornate box and what's sitting on top of it? Two angels that are facing each other. So how could God five chapters earlier say and mean like no pictures or graven, graven images period of anything right um and then five chapters later say hey i want you to make the ark of the covenant and i need you to put two angels on it and they're going to be tall and they're going to be made of pure gold and they're going to be very detailed um that's what i want you to make you know he wouldn't (laughs) he god does not contradict himself so it has to be that in exodus 20 he's there is a deeper meaning there it's not just the fact of having images or pictures or statues because god commanded his people to make two statues of angels out of gold um that you know later on in a story involving the ark of the covenant someone touched the outside of the ark when it was falling because they weren't doing what they were supposed to with it in the first place and so it fell someone went to catch it and they died right so um they touched something with what some would say were idols on it there were graven images of of angels and they were struck dead by God Um, so then and another example is in Numbers 21 where we see that God tells Moses to make a bronze serpent and put it up on a pole and if in the time the people were getting I mean, I think most of us probably know the story. There were people who were getting bitten by poisonous snakes and they were dying and they were getting sick and they were getting injured. And, um, so God said, okay, uh, make a bronze serpent and raise it up on a pole. And anyone who looks at the bronze serpent will be healed right now. We know from, um, or we just all know that, that, that was a foreshadowing of, of Christ but it was really something that actually happened where god commanded that a graven image of a bronze or yeah a graven image made out of bronze of a serpent it wasn't even an angel or a a, a saint or like he didn't say to you know make this thing of abraham he said make a a, a idol I get some people again some people would say make an idol of Um, a serpent and raise it up on a pole and when you look at it what would happen you would be healed Um, so and like I said that's a that is a foreshadowing of Jesus but it is something that actually happened Um, so it wasn't like that they repented and believed um, and then they were saved from the snake bite but all they had to do was look at the bronze serpent and they would be instantly healed right and that's that's what happened. So God commands His people. We can see a couple of times after instituting the Ten Commandments, after after giving the Ten Commandments, we can see that God commanded the people to make graven images of of angels and of a snake. Um, but like I said, God does not contradict Himself. Um, those people, He did not ask those people to worship those things as God but they were means of God communicating his grace to his people. Right. So he worked through the serpent. He worked through the angels on the Ark of the covenant. Um, he didn't make the angels or the serpent, some sort of like deity or like create an equal to himself and say, well, this serpent is now God or anything like that. Um, he he used those as tools and means to give grace to his people um, so d- that kind of goes a little bit at least over you know how we can have well where we have examples in the Bible where it, you know it's very clear that there is a deeper meaning to the that commandment that God gave us um, and it's not don't make statues of angels angels or serpents because then god would contradict himself if that's what he meant um so we as catholics do not worship the idols or things and i know maybe you're thinking or i know i would definitely think okay but hang on a second you guys will like you have pictures of mary that like you put on these boxes that you carry on your shoulder and you like parade it around and You'll go up and you'll kiss the feet of like uh, Jesus on the cross or you'll kiss like the feet of Mary in a statue like in the church that I go to We have a big crucifix hanging from the ceiling in the um Right, like when you open the doors and you look straight down, that that's the first thing you see. It's huge; you can't miss it. Um, and then off to the sides, we have there's on the left side there's a picture of Jesus. On the right side, there's a picture of Our Lady of Perpetual Help because that's our um, patroness for the parish. Is that's the name of the church? Is Our Lady of Perpetual Help? Um, and then on the on the left side again we have a big statue of mary um and then all throughout the wall you know we have the stations of the cross and the glass windows all have depictions of mary and elizabeth and jesus and the saints and all kinds of different stories and and things um on the stained glass windows going all up and down the sides um so why do we have those things? If we don't worship them, you know, and and we parade these things around and we kiss the feet of the different statues and things, why do we do all that? Well, it's the same reason that you or I or anyone else would have a picture of, um, let's say there's a loved one, right, that passed away. Uh, you're gonna have pictures of that person. If you love them, you're going to have pictures of them. Maybe, You won't have statues of them that may be a little weird um (laughs) maybe i think for me it would be a little bit weird to have like a statue of family members and friends who've passed away but i definitely have pictures of them um and i go back and look at them but when i look at the picture i don't look at the picture of my deceased friend or family member and worship it or think oh that's them or you know, my mind does not stop there. My mind, looking at those pictures, always reminds me of either A, the good times that we had, the memories that we have, good, bad, or indifferent, um, or it causes me to, um, well, because I'm Catholic, either pray for those people who've passed away. But, um, anyways, the point is that we don't look at those things and just stop but we look at those things and they stir up emotions in us like um they're almost like windows right like you would never look at the glass on a window and go wow look at that glass isn't that glass amazing like i'm looking out the hotel window right now like i would never i mean maybe if it's super clean you may say oh wow that's a really clean window but then you're looking at the things outside of the window right like there's more that you're looking for um, same thing with pictures of family members like it's like i'm looking through a window and it's this the exact same way with saints and angels and statues and things that we have in the catholic faith um so like when we look at a statue of mary right like i have one in my house i have a statue of mary in my house And she's got her hands together like she's praying and she has a rosary in her hand so when I look at that statue I've not ever once looked at the statue of Mary in my house and gone oh yeah that's God (laughs) or thought like oh yeah Mary is Mary is co-equal to Jesus like she's on the same level as Jesus because she's not but what it does remind me of is the fact that Mary is constantly praying for me, right? Um, because she is, and she's praying for you and she's praying for me and she's praying for all those who ask for her intercession or for those who ask for her intercession on others behalf. Um, so they, and, and same thing with pictures. So like my patron saint is St. Patrick. So I have a couple of pictures of St. Patrick scattered throughout the house. Um, so when I look at those pictures of St. Patrick, I don't stop at the picture and go, St. Patrick is God. I don't worship St. Patrick. Um, it reminds me that St. Patrick is praying for me, and it reminds me to ask for his intercession. Um, and it's just a, like a constant reminder, just like I said uh, earlier, about pictures of family members and friends who may have passed away, or even pets that have passed away you don't ever look at the picture and stop there and go that that's them that picture is them no you think past that it's like a window into something else right so same thing when you look at uh, statues of mary or the saints or even angels like uh, there's a picture of a guardian angel at the parish that we go to and you don't worship the picture of the guardian angel but you causes you to remember the truth that you you have a guardian angel that's praying for you um and you should ask for that guardian angel to guard you and protect you because that's what god has given the our guardian angel to you to to do um so and then same thing with like crucifixes we <laughs> i so thinking back to Like, like I was saying earlier that a lot of times I was told that Jesus isn't on the cross anymore. So you should not have a crucifix. Like, you should never have a cross with Jesus on it because that's not where he is. I, since being a Catholic, and I don't think any Catholic thinks this, like, none of us think that Jesus is still there. Like, we all know that he, I mean, it's... We say it every Sunday that Jesus died, was buried, and rose again, um, in in the creeds and in the different prayers and all the different things that we recite. Um, that it's 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 in there. So we know that Jesus is no longer on the cross. So why do we have pictures and statues and huge crucifixes? Crucifixes like the one at the parish that we go to. Why do we have those things? Um, because they remind us of the fact that Jesus was crucified for us um uh, i mean that's that's the i mean that's the biggest thing for all Christians is is the sacrifice that Jesus made is is what made the way for us to be in full union with God without Jesus we would not make it right like we can't be good enough we can't pull up our bootstraps enough and just do enough good things to make God happy to listen to heaven. Um, That's not how it works. We needed, there were sacrifices in the Old Testament, and then there was a one-time pure sacrifice that was made by Jesus. Um, And so, why would we not want to constantly remind ourselves of that? When I look at a crucifix, it, you know, it brings about emotions of, well, yeah, I mean, of course, sadness, because I recognize that like my sin is part of the reason that, that he, he went through that, um, that he chose to go through that. But then it also swells up emotions of love that like, you know, you don't get from anyone else. Um, I mean, for God to be the creator of, the entire universe and of everything we know and all the created things that we don't even know exist um for him to humble himself to make him to to make come in the sorry (laughs) i know i'm stuttering a lot for god to come down as an infant live under the earthly authority of his parents grow up into a man and then one day be crucified on a cross for all of our sin, um, that's a pretty, I don't know, that, uh, that's a pretty immense amount of love, so, you know, that, that is another reminder or thing that comes up from that, so, um, also, I have heard some people say, too, that, like, Eucharistic adoration is absolutely, uh, uh idolatry because we're like we're literally kneeling and praying to and um doing all these different things to a piece of bread um but that's just the thing it's not bread (laughs) we we um as catholics believe that the eucharist is the body blood soul and divinity of jesus and it is true that that is what it is um so when we go to adoration at a catholic church and we kneel and we pray to and we look at the what seems to be just bread inside a fancy gold thing it's called a monstrance but anyways uh when we look at that and kneel before it we're not worshiping bread because it's not just bread it is jesus Um, fully it is fully jesus present there in the eucharist um and so we are absolutely worshiping what's in the monstrance but what's in the monstrance is not bread um it's jesus himself um so yeah i hope that kind of clears up a little bit about catholics and why we have all the pictures and statues and why we kneel before them and kiss them and all the other things but Anyways, yeah, I, I, I think that's about it. All right, well, thank you for uh, again for joining into this week's episode, and um, like I said, I hope that kind of maybe clarified some misunderstandings about why Catholics have pictures and statues and necklaces and all these other things that we have Um but I'm. I will say I am very sympathetic to people outside of the church looking in because if you don't, uh, if you don't know what we're doing, it is very un. It is very easy to look at statues and things and think, oh, they're they're definitely worshiping those. I mean, think about it. If somebody was looking at these people, looking at a a bronze serpent up in the air and being healed from it, well, yeah, I would, it would be very easy if you didn't know what was going on there to say, oh, wow, they're worshiping that snake and that snake is healing them. But that's not what's happening. Uh, Same thing here with Catholicism. So, uh, but anyways, thanks again for joining in and I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Feel free to share it with friends. If you want to share it on Instagram, um, you can take a screenshot of the episode or maybe like, a little recording of the soundbite that you're listening to and share it on your Instagram page. That would be cool. And you could always tag us and we'll uh, we'll repost it. So anyways, yeah, share it around with friends and family. If you have not left a review or rated the podcast, please do that too, because that really helps um, more people be able to see it. So anyways, um, that's it for this week. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will be praying for you and may God bless you.